Griffin Lake, located one mile northeast of the Californian town of Wormwood, has long been a favorite of bird watchers and hiking enthusiasts looking for something a little off the beaten path. Commissioned by Wormwood founder Francis Griffin in 1897 in a sudden move to drown the first granite quarry of the region, this man-made lake was born to the ire of local businesses relying on the town's primary industry. In the years following its controversial origin, Griffin Lake has developed quite the unique ecosystem, in part due to the abundance of rich mineral composites and curiously oxygenated water spurned by a deeply buried cave system. But there are some who believe other factors, those uncanny and uncommon, have affected the development of this lake. Consider the curious breeding of an arctic fish, an indigenous Scandinavian trout which has been attributed to a widespread parasitic outbreak in Wormwood during the 1980s. It was due to this intestinal dilemma that Griffin Lake has become spitefully nicknamed the Devil's Basement. Could there be a malevolent distortion of nature at play in Wormwood? Something that has not yet been defined? Something that goes well beyond the typically easy-to-digest environmental anomalies of other strange, mysterious... of a drowned woman, Dr. Xander Crow has found himself trapped in the mysterious town of Wormwood, a prisoner within the old house atop the hill. Now, as secrets are revealed and horror becomes undeniable, sinister new shadows have begun to creep across this strange town, lost forever at the crossroads of darkness and fate. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 5, A Sentimental Nature, Written by Jeremy Rogers. You can't be here. My dad's oiled up his shotgun in case you come around. We'll get our diplomas tomorrow, and I'll prove to you that we can outrun the range of anything he can throw at us. Pete. Come on, you and me. What happened to your motorcycle? It's gone. For that? It's a 67 Charger. Wasn't a fair trade. And needs work, but she runs. And she's got room in the front for the two of us and room in the back for all your pretty dresses. I can't leave Texas. I wanted to, but my mama says she'll help if I stay. That night at the lake, it's all we talked about. Come on, get in the car, baby, and let's go. That night at the lake? Pete, you got me pregnant that night. We didn't just talk about leaving this town, remember? You talked me into... Doing things. Wait, what? You're pregnant? That no good Pete Ben is parked outside. I told that girl she's not to see. You got a lot of nerve showing up here, middle. With all due respect, sir, I'm not here to ask your permission for anything. Get behind that wheel and drive. You hear me clear, middle? Forget about the mistake you made with my daughter. Or forgive me, Belil, I'll turn you red. The blacktop's ready for us, Mary. <laughs> you made me sick, Pete. But my mama said she'd take care of me. She'll raise the baby for us, but you have to go. I don't understand. You're not acting right, and... And I pulled out with time to spare. I always... Come on, now. Are you sure that you're even... My mama knows what you did to me. She knows. I'm sorry, but I won't be at graduation. 
Just go. Go to the lake, Pete. I left something there for you. Mama, leave him alone. I love him. Mrs. Vaughn, she's 18. And you don't got any right scaring her and keeping her locked up like some bad daughter. You had your chance, boy. Oh, my God. Mrs. Vaughn, what are you... Mama, don't do it! No! Animals rupture from a number of gastric infestations, and typically it's nothing to raise concern. But at Griffin Lake, rumors of an enormous parasitic egg-laying host continue to lure the amateur video hunter. Jesus, Pete. Giving yourself nightmares watching this stuff on TV. Bad dreams just happened, darling. With or without influence from the boob tube. Yo, these videotapes and books aren't doing you any favors. What the hell? What... What is it with you and the stuff lately? The public library over in Lyonsville has a section devoted to all of the weird and unusual lore of Wormwood. Bloodsuckers, lycanthropy, demons, cattle mutilations, cults of America, geological phenomena, Vikings. Damn, Pete. This is beyond strange. Yeah, it's bad. But I figured with our own Doc Strange running around town, it might be good to get familiar with all the mumbo-jumbo he likes to rattle off. Don't tell me you're buying into it. Me? He's a freak. I know you caught him down in the basement doing something with the Edisons. Well, their heads, anyway. He called it necromancy. I don't even want to know. It's late. Actually, it's early. I fell asleep. If you want to talk bad, oh, that's bad. Frandolin passed out already. We're in trouble. He's got that window liquor strength when he's jealous. He's got a weak heart. There are perks to being the only real doctor in town. Another perk is knowing who has the STDs and who's good to go. Zip me up, would you? I like you so much more out of your nurse's uniform. <laughs> and I like how your stethoscope dangles. But I have to go, Pete. Wendy, you look a little pale. And your skin is clammy. Are you? My stomach's killing me. It's the cramps woke me up. You know, godsend, really. Wait a minute. I don't like hearing this. Not considering what we've been dealing with at the clinic for the past month. Wendy, you need to let me. Don't worry, doctor. It's not the same as what's going around town. There's no sign of contagion. Randall caught some trout the other day. That's that's what this is. Bad fish. Bad fish. Okay. Okay. I have to go, Pete. I'll see you at the clinic in the morning. Wendy, be careful driving back into town, all right? These roads around the lake tend to fog up late at night. Sure. And you gotta stop letting those videotapes give you nightmares. place just fine. Take a breath, Pete. Calm down. No, I have to talk to Lamora Haskell now. It can't wait. 
I have 27 patients with a larvae problem nestled inside their lower intestines, and I think there might be a connection with... I told you, she's in a bath. Good, that's why I'm here. I need to be able to see her clearly. Move away from the door. Dr. Mena? Lamora, I need to re-examine you. That lump in your abdomen, is it still there? I know it's been several years since your mom brought you into my clinic. Oh, I guess so. But Dr. Crow has already made friends with it. You know, he got it to wiggle. Okay, it was dark in your bar that night, and if not for the placement swirling around your inner thigh, well, I assure you that it was innocently accidental. It moves? My mom said you told her it was nothing to worry about. That was a long time ago. Really? It moves? I need to see it again. Come on, Lamora. You've got to let me feel it. Okay. Well then, before this scene turns into something I can't help but see every time I close my eyes, I will go ahead and step away to any room but this one. Sorry about my cold fingers. My nerves are rattled. Things have gone downright nuts in town, and I don't know if I'm finally desperate or tripping over the bizarre remedy of the sickness. What happened to your face? Oh, got beat up. Bad diagnosis? Something like that. More of a bad thing sleeping with your nurse who never makes it home to her drunk boyfriend. Some things never change. Nothing. Nothing ever changes. So, what gives now that you're paying attention to me again, Doc? Something's living inside me, right? You really don't want to know what I think. Like I said, I'm rattled. Try me. Well, with everything gone tainted with hell around town, I've started looking at the shadows to make some kind of sense of it all. Watching a lot of crappy TV and realizing that Wormwood is... Sort of a poor man's supernatural legend. You shouldn't let Dr. Crow influence you so much. The stuff is out there. Maybe we're not as famous as other places. But there is interest. I've heard it all my life. My mom was so terrified of town. And Steve, well, he was killed by it. I hate Wormwood. It's just a random town. And anything bad here is made by what all of us do. We've made our own hell and called it home. What if there's more under the surface? This thing living inside you. Lamora, can you tell it, it, it has teeth? If I dig my finger in your thigh, it feels like there's a buried slit in your flesh. A mouth with a row of teeth. Does it hurt when I... Ouch! God damn it, Pete! You're cutting me! And it has a spine. There's definitely a skeletal system. That doesn't sound like a tapeworm. Not one bit. It's not harmless, is it? You have to cut it out of me. That's what I'm here to talk about. Our options. Our options? I don't think so. No, I don't want it a part of my body. I want it flushed down the drain. Wait. There's another option. Oh, yeah? What's that? I told you I've been rattled. Maybe I'm not thinking straight, but but I'm thinking with an open mind and all these strange TV shows, these horror theories, they're starting to make twisted sense. Listen. A Norwegian man named Gunnhild Haldor drowned in Griffin Lake back in 1943. He didn't speak a lick of English, and nobody had any idea how he got here. He was sick already. What are you doing to me? Do you believe in in the lake serpents, Lamora? Um, do you want me to, if I say yes, will you tell me your story? Most people think something 
prehistoric, but never something older than that. And never something biologically alien. So I did some research and stumbled upon the myth of a sickness spun from the eggs of a water beast in Norway's Snasa Lake. As it goes, the thing sheds microscopic eggs like dead scales until one of the eggs hatches a soulmate. Oh. Follow the spine with your fingers like that, Pete. It likes to be touched like that. I can tell. I think it has a sentimental nature. They say this thing produces a soulmate in its lifetime. Just one. And that it won't stop shedding until it finds it. But if it never happens, Lamora, the lake will teem with eggs. And everything in the water will be tainted. Think about it. What if one of those eggs makes its way into a human body? Are you thinking about that? Uh, yes. Gunhild Haldor fished Snasa Lake, and he drowned here in ours. Tell me you see the connection. Not really, but keep talking. If he was sick with a soulmate, and he contaminated our lake with it when he drowned... Jesus Christ! It's a cycle! This is how the thing spawns again and again, and now it's here in Wormwood. It's been in Wormwood all this time! The bad storm a month ago stirred up the eggs in the lake, and that's why so many people in town are sick. Lamora, you've had this thing inside you since you were knee-high. I dug up your file. I remember it now. You were swimming out there at the lake with your mom. That's when she first noticed and came to me. She was a mess, but not afraid of anything normal being wrong with you. (laughs) I never would have thought back then. Not this. What if you get... What if you have the soulmate, Lamora? What if all we need to do is to get it back into the water? My God, it's insane. But it makes so much damn sense. Ah! Okay, you think I have the soulmate of a Norwegian water beast living inside of me? Seriously? I want to take you out to the lake and find out. Tonight, right now. Where... I'm guessing you'll want to perform some kind of demented water birth? Please, Lamora, come with me. That night, when I got back into town, when the rest of my senior class was at graduation and I had nothing to do, Pete, do you remember that night? Do you remember me then and what we did? Pete, did I matter to you? Did I stand out in any way from any of the other girls? Was I more intimate or more wild, maybe? I hear that's what everyone says, but... And I can admit that it's mostly true, but I'm not all bad. I only wanted to connect with. All I've ever needed was to be close with someone. Did we connect? Because, truth be told, I'm not getting much out of being a romp. Lamore, baby. I don't know why I didn't have you throw all your stuff in the back seat of my car so the two of us could leave this town in the dust. I don't know why we didn't do it then. Okay. Let's go out to the lake. car. 67 Charger. Took years to get her fixed up. I left my hometown in this car. I didn't make it out of Texas before the engine seized up on me. 
I was alone in the middle of the dark, nowhere close to morning. It was black as coal out there on that two-lane country road. I wish I could have known you back then, Pete. Just think about it. You and me. We really could have been something. Like Bonnie and Clyde. On the run and free. Outlaws, huh? Outlaws, baby. So it was clouding up to storm. Like tonight. Maybe it wasn't quite so dark as I imagined. Hard to tell. I was at a low, you see. My girl Mary, well, she had warped and darkened my mind. What a two-faced bitch my pretty little girl turned out to be. To hell with young love. I've been that girl before. I'm always that girl. And no matter what we think, we're just no good for good guys like you. You're not so bad, Lamora. This girl, Mary, she shocked me to my core. The day before graduation, which was the day before we were going to bail on Texas, her mom found out that I was going to be the daddy to her first grandson. And if that wasn't surprise enough, I learned that her mom was pretty keen on southern voodoo. Hurt me real bad and... Oh, you are such a liar. Nothing but the truth. It's one hell of a messed up world. And you know it. Made worse by feeling something nice. I found a note left for me down at the lake where all the kids went to park. I had a motorcycle then. And Mary and I had our own private tree. God damn it. I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> I've never told this to anyone. We've connected, Pete. Remember? Sure, Lamora. Okay, then. Turned out that Mary wasn't the virgin I took her for. She was knocked up. I suppose that's true. (laughs) And I was lucky enough to suffer the wrath of her folks for doing it. One thing would be one thing, but I read the note. See, Mary was somewhat of a lush for the other voodoo children on the outskirts of town. Hell, I never would have called it. So, it wasn't my kid, but my kidneys still ached away. Ouch. Voodoo, really? I don't know if it was voodoo. Could have been anything, I suppose. Black magic? Or the heebie-jeebies? Don't know. Wasn't my scene. And I was dumb-sided by it. Saw a chicken get killed, though. Oh, poor Pete Menno, the cursed Casanova. (laughs) Then this wicked car had to go and crap out on you just when you were making your escape. But look at you now, Doc. You did okay. Yeah, well, I went back and towed her into town a while ago, and the story's been abbreviated. But here we are, doing okay, are we? I'm going to reopen the cold turkey as soon as I turn 21. That's what I think will be okay. Then we'll be seeing a lot of each other. Good. Son of a bitch! Did you see that? See what? I didn't see anything. Wendy's car, down in the thicket of trees. Wendy? Your nurse, Wendy, the reason for your busted-up face, Wendy? She left my place a week ago. Never made it home, never showed up to work. God, I told her it fogs up around the lake at night. I told her to be careful driving. Watch your step. It's dark out here without the moon in the sky. I can't see a thing. Let me hold your hand. Pete, wait for me. Lamora, come here. Do you see it? Do you see your car down there? Did she crash? If she crashed, then where is she? Where did she go? Shh. Sorry. She was sick. Wendy had the sickness when she left my house. Her stomach was a mess. And she was so pale. So you're saying she had the Norwegian water beast egg sickness? Um, 
So what if she was carrying the soulmate? No. The soulmate is in you, Lamora. Wow. Okay. No reason to bite my head off. What if she picked up a hitchhiker? Shh. The passenger door is open. It took her. Look. She did wreck her car. Just look at it. She must have hit a tree and caved in on the driver's side. There's so much blood. And... The open door faces the lake. Just a hundred feet from here. Down there, a little past the trees. Pete, you're scaring me. We have to find her. I've kind of always been nervous of the lake, you know? After what happened? I never come out here, not since... Wait! Slow down! I'm not feeling right all of a sudden. My stomach is killing me. Oh no! I'm gonna be... Pete! Where are you? I'm sick! Please slow down! Come back for me! better. Still pretty disgusting, though. But I'll live. Pete. Pete, we did the right thing. The sickness isn't a threat anymore. We did the right thing for Warmwood. I let her there. Wendy, I drove her to the lake and, and I abandoned her.
Wormwood, Crossroads, is produced and distributed by Habit Forming Films, LLC, and features the cast of Season 2 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Bradley and Cedric Bloomington, Coralie Nickars as Deidre Frost, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason and your announcer, Dave Johnston as Wayne Drexel and Jonathan Kidder, Cheyenne Besides as Lamora Haskell and Sister George, Zachary Folks as Brent Saunders, Chris Blaylock as Dr. Pete Menno, Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Peter Dirksen as Jonesy and Jimmy Details, and introducing Nicole Rayburn as Harmony Barrister. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. The Wormwood writing staff includes David Acampo, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaugh, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta Jr. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Copyright 2008, Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast drama and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast, creators, and individual episode credits, please visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. said animal rapture and I was just like okay I'll say it I don't understand if I dig my finger here in your thigh it feels like there's buried <laughs> if I dig my fingers no excuse me if I dig my finger no if I dig my finger in your thigh <laughs> <laughs>